Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. I saw this, uh, and you're very much aware of this, the uh, the tweet from Chief Chris Munoz of the Nescantaga First Nation it tweeted a picture of a sign outside his community which reads, a generation of our youth has not experienced clean drinking water. How bad is this situation not just at Chief Munoz First Nation, but at yours and others across Canada? Um, first of all, it's my pleasure to be talking to you here in the, in the talk show. Thank you, sir. And it's an honor. Um, anyways, uh, well, I guess your question is, it's pretty bad. I know myself, uh, growing, growing up in my community, located up in James Bay area. I never had the opportunity myself to turn on the tap water and and pour a glass of water and 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 enjoy the a glass of water from the tap water. I never had that opportunity growing up in my reserve and I'm fifty four years old now. Can you imagine that? 54 no. years old. No. I'm going for 55 in December and uh, just, you know, a few days from now. And I still never had that opportunity to have a good glass of water from the tap water. Where, where do you get you imagine the... today? Go, go ahead, Chief. Yeah. Can you imagine the children will never have that opportunity to drink the tap water. No. You know? And my reserve. We can't even we can't even enjoy shower. Health Canada told us five minutes shower, that's it. Because of contaminated tap water. Where do you get the water, Chief? We, well, there is a, a supply that goes through. There's two stations that, that they were able to manage to, uh, to, uh, set up a place where we can get fresh water. And it's treated every day. You know, they look after it. They keep an eye on it. And there's two stations. And every household has to fill up their water jugs or water containers to get a fresh water from the water station. And and at home, yes, we have a, a running water, but we can't even have a glass of water from that running water at home. 
And when I look at the news articles of the Scantica, you know, the Scantica is not the only problem, the water problem that it has. Out of it has. And there's other First Nations reserves all across Canada that cannot enjoy fresh tap water. And you will remember that uh, in 2016, this country finally paid attention when uh, the people of Attawapiskat went to Ottawa and brought their case with them, trying to make the case to the federal government that the infrastructure in Attawapiskat is a, is a total disaster. And people are crammed into, um, in, into homes that are really essentially shouldn't be. And the water situation is terrible. And kids were committing suicide. So they made headlines for a few days, and everybody in the federal government said, oh, we have to do something. What have they done? Chief Shishish, what have they done since 2016 when, when I think all politicians in the federal government, and I, let's say they had the best of intentions at the time. Let's just say that. What have they done for your community in the last four years? Well, I haven't seen anything accomplished. There hasn't been enough, uh, we're still in need of uh, resources, we're still in need of uh, assistance, and to say that, that I'll say that Adawabaskit is on a standstill, you know. And uh, you mentioned there, uh, when Adawabaskit took, uh, made a trip to Ottawa, I was the chief at that made that trip to Ottawa and sat down with the, with the Prime Minister Trudeau and us and myself and the council members went there and presented our case, you know, and uh, I remember the Prime Minister uh, saying, uh, mentioning about the land and infrastructure and, you know, uh, saying that they were going to speed up the process of, so that we can build more houses and, you know, and uh, fast-track infrastructure. But I haven't, I haven't seen anything done yet, you know. So many broken promises on the government and, uh, you know, and, uh, and here, here we are. And at we we are told... Only five minutes shower, you know, the most, you know. And somebody in the community asked about, what about inhaling the water? You know, can you imagine all that pollution no. going through their skin? No. One needs to inhale during five minutes showering. I couldn't even enjoy my shower when I was up there, you know. And all they do is is a band-aid fix. That's all they do. So when they when they decide, or when they say, or when they announce that they're going to build a water purification plant or do something that allow would allow water to flow from those two sources that you mentioned, where the people of Adirondacks have to go with their buckets every day and get their water. When they say they're going to do, create some infrastructure that would actually allow flowing water and taps 
that we all take for granted here. What actually happens? Do, does that, is anything started? Because I had heard the contractors come in, they're hired by the government, they come in and they get started on something, and then they just leave the job unfinished, and then they're gone, and that's it. It's over. Is that true? Yep, that's true. They, uh, like I said, all, all they do is a bandage fix. That's it. And we're talking about Canada. You know, this yes, is Canada. We're, we're in Canada, the, the richest country, one of the richest country, I'll say. Happening in Canada, right in the back, the backyard of Canada, and here the First Nations are suffering. No Didn't you, you, you called this program, you called us two years ago, I sorry to interrupt, you called us two years ago while we were talking about a First Nations issue, and you said at the time that Mr. Trudeau had, and I'm not just zeroing in on him, but he's the prime minister of the day. He was the prime minister when you went to Ottawa with the issues that needed to be addressed at Ottawa Piscat. You told us on the air that he had committed to visit personally at Ottawa Piscat. And I have seen online a letter where he, in fact, makes that commitment to you. He's never shown up, has he? No, he never shown up. I still have that letter. I still have it on my email. I saved it <laughs> for a souvenir, you know. Has anybody from the Prime Minister's office contacted you about that and said, you know, the Prime Minister will come? Because, Chief, you and I both know that if the Prime Minister were to go to your community and say this needs to be done, any Prime Minister goes to your community, recognizes the issue, recognizes the issue with the kids, the suicide risk recognizes the health issues with the, with, with 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 water and just the issues that you you challenge with. A prime minister, when a prime minister goes to a community and says this has to change, they have the power to do it. Yes, they have the power to do it, but they don't want to do it. You know, and sometimes I wonder. I wonder if the government wants First Nations people to be successful here in country. That's my question. Does he want us to be successful, or, he just, or is he just, you know, as long as the government, you know, this is so, a little bit of money here and there, you know, he controls the money, he controls us. Have people become seriously ill because of the drinking water situation? I believe so. There's been a lot of cancer in our first community uh, communities and there's been a lot of people dying a lot of people are in uh, you know they has uh, kidney failures and you know they go they have some of them have to go live in Kingston Ontario or Ottawa or Timmins you know for dialysis and we don't even have dialysis machines in the community because there's no safe housing and there's no clean water. What do you do when you need a doctor? Pardon me? What do you do when you need a doctor? We fly out. We fly to Moose Factory. We fly to uh, Kingston or Sudbury or Timmins. They, they get, people get sent out by uh, the medical. If I were to say to you, when I saw that tweet by Chief Munoz, 
The generation of our youth has not experienced clean drinking water. And you know what I tweeted in, re in reply, and you replied to that, Chief. When I say, when, I'm shocked by that, that it's allowed, that it, I mean, that it's tolerated. When you, when you see that, for you, I, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but my guess is, well, you see it every day. We live it every day. You live it every day. Yeah. And this is Canada. What do you need? Anyone Canada. Yeah. Well, That's all I can say. For, well, I don't know how you say anything else when you when you when you see again <laughs> a generation of our youth has not experienced clean drinking water. That's an entire generation. Chief, Chief Shishish, what do you need? What, what, if the Prime Minister were to come to your community and finally live up to his commitment, and you know they listen to the PMO, they, they're aware of everything that goes on in media, so they won't be happy that you and I are talking. But um, If he were to go to your community, what do you need? What would he, what do you need? Number one, housing. Number two, good infrastructure. Number three, good, clean water so that we can have a good environment in a community. Yeah. Chief Shishish, thank you for coming uh, on the program. Thank you for talking to me uh, again. Thank you. And, Oh, it's it's my honor. Uh, I will ask you to come back, mm -hmm. and because the only thing that's going to change reality is uh, when the people right across the country say, "Enough, no more." That will change things. Mm -hmm. When it becomes a game, when it becomes a reality of political survival, then they'll suddenly find they can get things done political survival. Chief Shishish, thank you again, and um, I hope to visit your community when when this COVID thing is behind us. Uh, I plan to, and I, I'd like to meet you personally. Yes. We'll thank make you. a triple by there. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.